Where are you from? Now, how often do we hear that question in Miami? This is Saturday, December 10th. And being such an international city, we ask the question because the question will tell us so much about the person we're meeting. For example, if a person is from Cuba, perhaps that person was a Pedro Pan child or someone that came to the U.S. via the Muriel boat lift. If the person is from Venezuela, it's likely that the person came after Hugo Chavez took power and began to impoverish the country. If that person is from Nicaragua, perhaps that person came after Daniel Ortega was swept into power. But it's more than that. Each of these places carries with it a story. Cuba was settled by the Spanish, and the conquistadors also came to the New World, and they left behind their language and culture and heritage. That's true of much of Central America, and also South America, but not places like Haiti that were settled by the French. The Portuguese explorers settled Brazil starting in about 1500 AD. And then, of course, each of these stories has has each country has a story of its own. I love sharing that I was born here in Miami. At the time, Miami was a southern town, also a beach getaway resort for those in the Northeast. You see, these places, these places are all, all carry their stories. So we might wonder, what was the story of Nazareth? Here's our text for today from Acts chapter 10, verse 34 to 38. Then Peter began to speak, I now realize how true it is that God does not show favoritism, but accepts from every nation the one who fears him and does what is right. You know the message God sent to the people of Israel, announcing the good news of peace through Jesus Christ, who is Lord of all. You know what has happened throughout the province of Judea, beginning in Galilee, after the baptism that John preached. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power, and how he went around doing good and healing all who were under the power of the devil, because God was with him. Now these words were part of the Apostle Peter's message when he shared the gospel with Cornelius. Cornelius was the first Gentile believer in Jesus. Now notice that Peter mentions Galilee and Jesus as Jesus of Nazareth. Peter tells Cornelius about the progress of the ministry of Jesus because these are places Cornelius has heard of. These are places familiar to him. Think of the way you feel when you meet someone from your hometown or someone that attended your high school. Places are not only stories, but they're also connections. Even if that's not your high school or hometown, you may know someone from there. Now, there's one surprise about Nazareth, and that is the town that was its nearest neighbor. A little over three miles from where Jesus grew up is the city called Sephorus. At the time when Jesus was working as a carpenter, the city of Sephorus was going through a rebuilding process. Herod counted this city important enough to invest heavily in rebuilding it. Now we don't know for sure, but likely Jesus, along with many other craftsmen from the area, 
were hired to do the work. This was an amazing city, and it actually became the second most important place in Israel, second only to Jerusalem. It had a theater, Roman baths, a forum, a palace, and luxury villas and a gymnasium. Nazareth had none of that kind of development. But being a Roman city, not a center of Jewish activity, Sephoris is not mentioned at all in the New Testament. So again, here was this important town just three miles from Nazareth in Galilee, and it receives not even one mention in the New Testament. There's no indication that Jesus ever preached there or went on a mission there. Here we see unimportant place, an unimportant place like Nazareth, becoming the hometown of the Messiah and the base of his ministry in Galilee, and Sephoris, the second capital, not seeming to factor into God's plan at all. But remember, this is the way God works. We are tempted to think that the Lord uses the significant places on the map, but instead God works through what we overlook. What is of no account to us? Now we need to bring this to where we live today. To remember that God is working in the communities and among people we may give little thought to. Miami-Dade County is the ninth largest metropolitan area in the United States and actually the 34th largest in the entire world. We wouldn't be surprised to see the growth of the gospel here, but we might wonder where our Nazareth is in Miami-Dade. Perhaps it's Hialeah or Florida City, places not that important to us, but also places where God is working, where the grace of God is flowing. You see, the gospel went to Cornelius, somebody who wasn't that important at all and was a Gentile, because God also sends his grace abroad. The fact that Nazareth factors into the plan of God reminds us that God is at work everywhere. Places that we don't consider important. God loves humankind and his plan of redemption reaches to every people and nation and tribe. So we might ask the question, where are you from? Let's pray. Father God, we're reminded of the scope of your grace and the reach of your love. Thank you that your grace reaches Hialeah and Honduras, China and Carroll City, Sudan and Sweetwater, El Salvador and El Portal. Help us to see that your love reaches to us as well. We pray in the name of Jesus. Amen.